0: Indiana's only LGBTIQ plus news and public affairs show featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana. This is Blooming Out. Welcome out. Uh, welcome out. <laughs> welcome back, Blooming Out family. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the post-apocalyptic Blooming Out. Uh, we have a couple of, great guests today i'm so excited justin however isn't here again because he has that work thing going on he's an essential right justin he's always working justin you are still on the show you were like i mean how can we have it without you but how can we have it without you
1: we'll just have to text him
0: right just no then we have to have somebody reading the text in justin's voice can we do that.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, <laughs> I think the pizza's done. So, and pop tart. Bing, bing. Oh, you said pop tarts. So, how is everyone doing? Pretty good. Pretty okay. <laughs> Anything interesting good. going on, or are we still in post-COVID coitus, whatever?
1: Yep, just <laughs> still trapped in my house.
2: I feel like you know everything I need to do is in my house. And yet I never get anything done or, you know, I mean, I'm actually getting a lot done, I guess, I, but, but, it but it seems to still be falling behind. So I don't know why and I've, I've talked to other people. It seems like a lot of people are feeling that like mm. there's um
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to be productive even when I'm home all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, we're, st- it's still like a pandemic. It's still st- mm-hmm. serious. And I don't know. I've been trying to not uh, be so hard on myself to be productive because, I don't know, it's kind of a scary time. But still trying to get stuff done. Well, Um, it's
0: that capitalism that's all up in your brain. You have to be productive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's just so much to do, too, especially when you go all online. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Although you can't take the garbage out online or do the dishes.
2: Yesterday was Earth Day. Oh, yeah. The Earth had its best birthday yet
1: yeah <laughs> it was really nice out yesterday too
0: it was gorgeous the earth is breathing clear i mean right. all those all the cities are just i mean you can't ask for a better uh you know <laughs> air and water act really have you seen the photos that they have the aerial photos of venice mm-hmm. no
2: oh. i knew i knew it was getting healthier but oh
0: the water's clear you can see all the way oh to the gosh. bottom. You can see fish in the canal. There are no boats stirring up the because there are you know tons of motorboats there. We think of the gondolas, of course, but there are tons of motorboats, and it just stirs up all the silt. And now it's all the silt is settled, and it's beautiful. So it's still sinking, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Like,
3: I saw that um, some people in London who live in like high-rise apartments and stuff can see the Eiffel Tower now from their apartments. Because the, what? Uh, no, that is so much clearer. Yeah. No way. Shut up. Uh, yeah.
1: That can't be. Is that it Can't be real.
3: I don't know. It it might have been fake, but I, I I couldn't tell you. I just Maybe. it was like an article on Facebook or something. So who knows if it's real?
2: <laughs> it
3: must get be.
0: Out,
2: get out your protractor. Must be
3: yeah. <laughs> 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 Here, I'll that look would... it up while we're talking
0: (laughs) that'd be so cool confirm that would be so neat i know like when i was little we went up in this well it's not the sears tower anymore but whatever it's called now in chicago and at the time it was the tallest building in the world and you could see forever up there there was a haze um but you could see michigan from from there right you know right across the uh right across the lake so maybe you could see i could totally see um being able to see Paris from London
3: um it looks like it might not be true (laughs) never mind (laughs) darn it darn it I was easily fooled
0: but in India you know places that haven't seen the mountains forever have they're seeing mountains yeah that's
3: true
0: Uh, happy birthday earth day earth day and it's 50 years this year right (laughs) so 50 years Mm. of earth 50 (laughs) years (laughs) 50 years of
1: earth day
2: i'm sorry it's my 50th it's my 50th high school reunion this year they just canceled it it was supposed to be in august
0: oh Oh,
2: i'm trying to talk them into doing it on zoom though wow
1: high school reunion yeah yeah
2: how many people are in your high school i don't remember i'm gonna guess 135 in my graduating class but i i don't know i don't remember
0: that's huh. a lot of little pictures on the Zoom screen. You have to get a bigger screen.
2: Yeah, well, that's <laughs> if everybody showed up.
0: That's true.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Lots of people are opting out. I can't even get my daughter to do any Zoom stuff. She just doesn't want to deal with it. She's like, "Oh, I have to get made up, and you know, <laughs> I can't. I can't go on with this face." And I'm like, baby, <laughs> you all have this face. I mean, that's it's like. I mean, look at me. I'm doing zoom now no but that's you you're old so <laughs> like, i have people to you know present to i I it's not like that just throw on some makeup no i don't want to so yeah, that's away from
1: the neck up right that's just kind of stressful it is i'm well, also I mean, having a hard time
0: you just do like a shoulder or yeah. you know whatever <laughs> She's been ordering off Amazon, so I think she's putting together an outfit. Maybe she'll have a Zoom outfit. She got a uh, one of those fake corsets in the mail yesterday.
3: She's a like, fake corset? Mm. Uh, well, I, I mean, they're that. not
0: like really boned, and they're not for waist mm. training. It's just it's got a zipper up the side. Got it. But it does immobilize you, and she can't really breathe in it. So I was like, <laughs>
2: yes! that's the way it should be i'm wearing ostrich feathers for the occasion myself see (laughs) that that's
0: great nice
2: i think they're ostrich feathers or some kind of feathers
0: with consent of the ostrich right
2: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't the one who bought it originally it it came from goodwill
1: all the best stuff and they're
3: closed
1: oh yeah oh Oh, man i miss thrifting yeah me
3: too that is one of the things i've been missing the absolute most my, I don't know why I just it's so fun
0: it is fun it's <laughs> fun to go through stuff I actually all my jeans have tears in them now I'm like I need new jeans but I don't want to buy new jeans so yes yeah. goodwill and
3: filling I'd, that void by looking on um those like depop and like poshmark and stuff yeah those apps where people like, just like sell each other clothes that's mm-hmm. pretty fun I don't usually buy anything but it's fun to look <laughs>
0: I have been on marketplace. I want to do, I want to do retail therapy, but that mm-hmm. just doesn't seem like the right thing to do at the moment.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, it doesn't keep me from wanting.
3: Yeah. One thing I did buy that has been really fun and helpful and distracting from my anxiety and all that has, I got this, um, stick and poke tattoo kit because I really want to just start messing with doing stick and pokes. I know your girlfriend does stick and pokes too. Lucas and I'm definitely not as good as her but um I've been but it's so easy to get started it's so easy yeah yeah, and I didn't know how easy it was I thought it was gonna be really hard but I did this like you can't really see it but these like Virgo signs oh yeah I love it because I'm a I'm a triple Virgo so oh whoa I know and then last night I just did this like whole giant mushroom thing on my leg so that was really fun that's oh my god. So I've been having fun just like giving myself tattoos. Those look really <laughs> that's good.
1: What I've been doing. Those
3: look really good. Thanks. Virgo you. signs yeah. are incredible, yeah. I very very nice. Yeah. Thanks. I've just been drawing a lot too, to try to come up with designs and stuff. So I've been more artistic than I have been in the past probably five years, and it's been nice. So
0: See, that's that's the proper way to respond, right? That be creative, do things. Mm-hmm.
3: Took me a couple weeks to get out of the, you know, sort of initial depression you have, you know, going into quarantine and everything. But yeah, yeah. Aww. Now I feel okay.
2: <laughs> Do you want any tattoos, Gene? Um, well, what I'm thinking, you know, no, no I've never, you know, I've I've thought about it, and I've never been able to come up with one that I wanted. But I will say that, um. People getting tattoos helped me to be willing to get breasts. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah.
2: Nice. I've mean, heard cool. so many waitresses say, oh, you know, they sounded like they were buying a pair of shoes in the mall, you know? It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, if they can be that nonchalant about a tattoo that's going to be with them the rest of their life, then why shouldn't I be growing breasts, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if it were only that easy so thank you thank you for giving me the thank you for giving me the the guts to do what i needed to do yeah that's awesome (laughs)
0: and you get to show yours off all the time (laughs) (laughs) we won't tell anybody
2: that's another channel
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we're not editing that out
3: that's perfect
0: oh so um there are some news items that... You know, there's some good news items and bad, of course. You get the mix. Um, I don't know. Has, has anybody heard any good news? LGBT-related? No. Uh, coming up anywhere? There's probably some. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, well, there's
0: some, but... I. So, Poland has got kind of a mix. and Not meaning to get too uh, international right off the bat, but, you know, here we are. Um... The reason I I kind of brought that up early is because Poland's been having, LGBT folks in Poland have been having uh, a rough time. And there there are these LGBT free zones, um, which is just insane. And there's the um, PIS party, which is spearheading this whole thing. Uh, I like to call them the PIS party. And say that on air as much as possible, because <laughs> they suck um, anyway, there's a gay couple that's handing out free rainbow face masks in Poland, and they call us the plague, so we took it to heart and decided to infect something and so they are going around not infecting people but kind of passing around these essential things that people need uh, and you know, showing off that LGBT folk are here in the community for everyone. And that's beautiful. And so there's, you can't see the picture, obviously, but my daughter just got a rainbow face mask uh, in the mail. And she's Uh been wearing that around. Not that we go too many places, but we went to the store and she's Uh like, I'm going to wear this. I'm like, we're we're at Menards. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really and want I to could
3: use some queering? I feel like so. so oh yeah. Tender.
0: And she was totally about it. There's, it's actually two faced. One is tiny tunes. So it's got the baby characters from, from Looney tunes and, um, and Tweety bird looks the same. I'm not sure how that, why that, I and mean, you should be an egg. Um, but I asked if she wanted to, uh, wear her, thing the inside out so it, it's showing the tiny tunes because you know we're in a place where there are a lot of pickup trucks and a lot of people who aren't wearing face masks and um i was kind of nervous for her and okay. she's like nope we're just gonna do it so uh she wore that anyway that mm-hmm. seems like a great thing to do and uh, they have they're doing their part uh in poland to spread queer cheer. Uh next door over in the former Soviet Union, Russia, um, fifty percent of Russians want to eighteen percent want to eliminate gay and lesbian people. Uh fifty percent want them to either be eliminated or uh disappear from society. Oh my god. Right.
3: Whatever that means.
0: Well yeah, in Russia that has a kind of a loaded <laughs> meaning, right? Yeah.
2: Um, and it might make America great again, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have that, it's not illegal to be LGBT in Russia, but they do have that propaganda law in place. And that means you can be arrested and in prison for up to three years, I think,
3: mm-hmm.
0: for spreading LGBT propaganda, mm-hmm. basically living your life out loud. And in uh, this poll... was just taken and it shows life is still rough over there so eastern europe pull your heads out of your butts yeah for
3: real although that law the one that the um that law was the one that um got the band pussy riot in trouble i don't know if we could say that on air but we can believe it um that's the name of a band same law yeah
0: yep no that's the same law and that that was uh
3: and they were literally just protesting some, like, mm-hmm. horrible a, stuff, you know.
0: They were in a church, too, I think, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I love their videos so much. Those are so great. I... The music videos. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. No, I'm so yeah. inspired by that, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, have we become complacent? Are we, are we comfortable enough? Are we good enough yeah. that we don't need to have have, you know, that level of confrontation here?
2: You know, something I've noticed that I was thinking about this morning was um, every protest I've ever been involved in, the media always severely, in orders of magnitude, usually underestimates the number of people who show up. Mm. In fact, I've gotten to the point where whenever I go to one, I I I find a good vantage point and take a picture of it. And in fact, um, when that riffra. Passed and there was a protest out at the Monroe County Fairgrounds. I mm-hmm. made a point of taking a picture of the crowd there, and the um, W, the the IU Media Network, whatever that's called, oh, they yeah. out the thing. Mm-hmm. They underestimated this, and I so I just called them out. And I just I just sent them the picture. I said, you know, dozens. You know, it's like you know this was yeah. like 300 people. But what the reason I brought that up is I saw two reports on the number of people protesting in their pickup trucks at the governors in Indiana, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. one of them said hundreds, and the other one said dozens. And I'm and I also saw that only 12% nationally of people think that we should be opening the economy up again. Yet if you're watching the news, it's like getting play all the time. You know? Yeah. Um, And and, you know, and it's like it's not just 12% think we shouldn't, it's like 50% of the ones who think we shouldn't think we shouldn't, and the other 20-some percent adamantly think we shouldn't, you know? So it's like, you know, they're such a minority. But I just thought, I'll bet you that the protesters there were dozens, not hundreds. And it just seems like the media, you know, if, if, it's a, if it's for the people rather than mon, money or guns, you know, they always underestimate and, and, you know, or they, they come in with police and break things up, you know, and then the people in the four wheel drives that are blocking the hospital entrances and stuff, you know, it's like, Oh, we couldn't, we couldn't, you know, they freedom of speech, you know, freedom, carry your gun.
0: I, I actually really wanted to go up there and observe and film because all the perspectives that I could see were people that were on the either on the street and kind of pointing their camera uh, closely on the group, or they were uh, people from within the group and they were on the sidewalk. And so you couldn't see really much of uh, the grand scope of things. And I was like, Oh God, I just want to go there. I promise not to like, you know, yell or beep or whatever, but, uh, I want to see exactly how many people showed up to that. Um, I I got, mm-hmm. I've been getting into arguments with people online about that. I shouldn't, you know, but they come on and they start spouting something ridiculous and uh, and, and they just need to be checked. Um, yeah. You know, who do you think you are? I, I, I admit I've been on the road. I've been going places. I said this last time. Um, You know, I'm in the bubble of the car, and we go to. If I have to go to the store, I go to the store, and then I come back, or I go and just drive around and see the scenery if it's nice. Um, But you know, these are people that are congregating, and they're next to other people. And when I was when we were at Menards, there was a goodly amount of people. Most of them weren't masked or gloved or anything. And the social distancing thing, there were two camps. There were the people who were, you know, in masks or uh, masks and gloves, and they were keeping distance. They would stop, and they would let you pass or, you know, somehow dance around you. And then there were the people who just obviously didn't believe in that, and they just brushed past you. And it, it it was so jarring. I'm like, how... You might have your faith in God or whatever you feel that is protecting you from this, or you might not believe in it because, you know, it's a liberal plot. Um, but really, seriously, that's, it's just so dangerous and stupid.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm get, I a uh, couple of weeks ago, I've been making better quality masks. I've been researching filtration um, c- capabilities of different materials and stuff yeah. that Take it from the medical industry, but, try, but trying to get the N95 um, level mask. And there was an article came out about using blue shop towels. Mm. And um, and I jumped to the end for my experiment with them was that they I got I made three different design masks with them, and uh, and I felt like there was a chemical in them that I, I didn't feel good breathing through. So I don't mm. want people to. But because I I saw, um, I decided, I looked at Rule King's website, and because I bought some for the bike project, I procure materials for the bike project. And so I I knew they had them. And but Bloomington was out of them, and I got referred to Martinsville. And because of I-69, there's now a back way to get there. And so I decided to strut right, right out my door, you know, I'm already on the north side of Bloomington, so I just took back roads all the way there on a Sunday morning. Mm. And, I, and I had my mask on and, I, you know, I got to Martinsville and I was expecting the worst. And they had shopping carts piled up um, at the, both doors, which forced you to go in the door single file. As um, you got in the front door, there were two women waiting for you. And the first woman said, you must take a shopping cart. You must put your stuff in the shopping cart and return it to um, the checkout All your merchandise in the cart. The second woman had a spray thing and she was spraying off the handle of the cart and said, I've sanitized your handle your cart. If you'd like to do it yourself, we have the stuff here for you to do it. I went into the store. They were playing country music over the PA system. Every time the music stopped, they gave lectures about keeping your, their customers safe and this and that. And they had hand sanitizer throughout the store. Hmm. Wow. And I got done and I went to the checkout and the woman didn't touch any of my stuff. I held it up she scanned it I put it back in the car the, the entire time I touched nothing except the handle to that and the items I bought and and I noticed that there you know all the customers and all and I saw two employees that didn't have unmasked and they were stocking shelves but everybody who talked to people had on um, and I wrote a post about it in my car before I left and I you know, it said none of the customers had on masks, but I thought they were getting a really good education. And then just as I wrote that, this old farmer guy in bib overhauls goes in with a mask. I just thought it was wonderful. You know, it really, you know, I was man, this is the best functioning store I've been in. Yeah. And it really yeah. surprised yeah. me, you know, that it was in Martinsville, not Bloomington.
1: That is surprising. That's yeah. great. Yeah.
3: It seems a lot better than most grocery stores right now. Oh, Yeah.
2: It was the best I've seen. know. Yeah yeah i i
0: went off in the last episode about the grocery stores um it yeah. seems to be getting a little bit better mm-hmm. from what i can see but yeah it's still terrible um
3: mm-hmm.
0: and and employees that are handling things without gloves like register folk mm-hmm. i'm i really hate going to the self-checkout i believe in you know getting people and keeping people at work I don't want to see everything go to you know the way the the gas stations went in the 70s and 80s. I want people there. I like you know people ringing me up, and I like that people get hired for that. Um, it's a great entry level job, but you know there are people there, and they're not they don't even have gloves on, and they're handling your stuff, and they handle yeah. the people before you, yeah. and and they don't have masks either. Because they've got they that have hands, they have hand
2: sanitizer. Because I saw, I saw the manager of Fresh Time responded to someone who said that, and they said they had hand sanitizer, and if you had gloves, you'd have to throw them away after every single transaction. Um, See. And,
0: no, I think it's so. I use um, uh, sanitizing wipes on the gloves, and you can use hand sanitizer on the gloves right. too. And it, it, it's actually probably easier because you don't have the pores and the the um fingerprints on the gloves in order to get in and get get everything killed um so using both i think would be an extra level of protection but to use nothing and then i wasn't keeping track to see if they sanitized before between customers um but still it just seems careless yeah so how is new york i mean dear god you live in the epicenter.
3: Oh, I'm not there right now. I'm still in Bloomington. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I didn't go back. I've been here for the past month and a half. Um, yeah, so it's just, I mean, it's too dangerous to try to go back and too risky. So um, I've been worrying
0: this whole time.
3: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've been at my mom's. Um, I'm just chilling. Yeah. I don't know. It's, kind of hard though because i don't know when i'm gonna get to go back um yeah my roommate escapes back to indiana too um Mm -hmm. but he's in greenwood and so i haven't seen him in like a month but yeah we're getting through it
0: (laughs) is the landlord being cool
3: yeah Well, i mean we still have to pay rent so i guess now but um Mm. yeah
1: yeah
3: which kind of sucks Especially if uh, I'm not even staying there, like, right. <laughs> you know. But Ugh. it's fine. Um, I'm really lucky because I'm still able to do work for my job on, on my computer and everything. So
0: that's great. And remind really, us again really, really what
3: you're happy. doing. Um, yeah, I'm working for a podcast company. That's um, basically I just help get things done and help uh, with production stuff for different podcasts. And yeah, based awesome. out New York. So. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: So you get this podcast produced by Ireland Meacham, all mm-hmm. over the place, right? Yeah. Do they do they give you credit or are you just? Oh like no, unsung?
3: we don't even have like a for. I mean, basically, we just like do the production work for shows, and then whatever client that's paying for the show gets their stamp on the show. So it's we don't even really get recognition, um, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I haven't checked out kind of the a... stuff yet, so I apologize. It's my fault.
3: Okay, no worries at all.
0: <laughs> oh, so I have, there are a couple of songs that I wanted to play. Um, I'd like to go to the first one now. Uh, it's Melissa Etheridge and her daughter. And, uh, and I didn't know her daughter could sing, but of course, I guess that's a thing. Uh, so we will cut to that and see you on the other side.
1: The reveal.
0: so much. And and I apologize to everyone for that because uh, I've been busy. I actually am starting in the office at the the job, the position that I took. So I've been doing some rearranging and cleaning and stuff before everybody gets back in. Well, hopefully when everybody gets back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've just been really distant socially on social media. I'm just distant socially everywhere. So, every
2: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. everybody, I rely upon people to fill me in.
2: Where are you working at?
0: So I am the office manager at District Ten Pro Bono, mm-hmm. and that's uh, um, it's a great organization. It's been around almost twenty years, or no, maybe it's over twenty years. So, uh,
2: so they're pro bono, not you. Well,
0: you know. Uh, <laughs> I've lived my life pro bono for most right. of this time.
2: So I know. But, the, I was but the, immediately trying to get paid. I hope you're getting no, paid. No, they're
0: they're I'm getting paid. So good. yeah, good. That, it's very helpful in that way.
2: You need to get paid.
0: And the people are great and I I love everybody there so far. So That's,
3: so good. That's awesome.
0: It, it is. I I didn't want to take a uh I mean if I had my druthers I'd rather have a job where I'm make me difference in helping people and that's all that they do is Mm -hmm. help people and so really fills that spot in my heart um but anyway it's also
1: yay melanie they haven't had an office manager oh thanks oh
0: and leave it to me to get you know the only time we get a job in a couple of years is when nobody actually can go anywhere <laughs> during a pandemic,
2: yeah. I mean, I mean. So, are you working from remotely? Because it does seem like those people would have more needs now than ever. You know. So
0: we have uh, some technological things that we have to put into place, like video conferencing. So the attorneys are trying to um, get that set up so that they can work with the clients, and and so we can collaborate uh, ourselves. And a lot of the computers actually don't have webcams, so uh, we had to get a whole bunch of those. So those are going to need to be set up. We had to redo the website, and if uh, you saw my post a couple weeks back complaining about WordPress, that's what that was, is WordPress is not my favorite thing in the world. Um, For building websites, I would much rather chisel them out of stone, but uh, I found a, a visual editor that makes it
3: easier so yeah,
2: i had i had wordpress for my bike shop and twice the russians got in there and put porn on them and stuff you know so really yeah <sighs> yeah. i had security issues with it you know so i'm glad to be away from it
0: i was gonna say something lost it anyway gene yes you were here for more than just looking pretty on the radio
2: <laughs> i know i i, I would have <laughs> washed my hair if i'd known i wasn't gonna be seen you look great we're doing this on on uh youtube or zoom and so i thought oh okay i can't wash my hair yeah okay well i didn't mean to misdirect you yes i'm gene smith i'm the president of the stonewall democrats (laughs) south central indiana stonewall democrats what's that what's that it's a political action committee that will be um officially our public um uh coming out was a year ago last May I think Um, Mm -hmm. and um, but we actually spent another year and a half before that putting the legal parts of the group together and stuff so Um, but we are a LGBT political action committee we uh, serve um, Owen Green Monroe Lawrence Morgan Bartholomew and Brown counties, I think that's all of them. Um, At least we're trying to. And uh, we're obviously um, mostly a Monroe County organization, but also, you know, um, Owen County has a strong LGBT presence because of the Unity Center over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'll let you ask me a question rather than just gabbing on and taking over.
0: No, that's great. That's that's what you're here for. We gab on all the time, I and mean, that's nobody wants to hear us. <laughs> so, uh, what happened a couple of days ago is you. Well, you are also on the uh, the committee for putting together uh, recommendations for um, uh, recommending uh,
2: endorsements
0: endorsements for. So, thank you. See, I ran out of words. <laughs> um, <laughs> endorsements for candidates and and that's local and and in the surrounding areas too so that was a uh interesting process and i know that you weren't originally part of that committee um but due to lack of anybody else uh hopping in you did uh and and others helped you and we came up with some endorsements well you came up with some endorsements i was in on the call by the way just to let everybody know, for one vote, and then I had technical issues and wasn't able to get back on, so I apologize. The batteries do that, and I also didn't have uh, the Wi-Fi password for the for the office yet, so uh, I was. I think that's what did it first. Anyway. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So I don't know. Just to go back a little bit, you know, I I was involved in the group that formed the um, Stonewall Democrats of South Central Indiana. Um, um, and when we set up our steering committee, um, Will um, Smith, who was the president at the time, said, "Oh, you should run for still steering committee." And you know, and I knew all the positions. I said, "Well, I'll just be vice president." You know, I mm-hmm. thought, "Yeah, that'd be nice for a trans person to be vice president." You know, and what the heck does a vice president do? They don't do anything anyway. You know, so <laughs> so I did that, and then um, <laughs> sort of without a now without any warning, Will. But um, in a letter of recommendation and I became the president. I'm like, Oh crap. I never thought of that. <laughs> <this reaction> was <laughs> My first reaction was we got to shut it down. I mean, I literally said that to, to our secretary. I said, we got to shut it down. <laughs> and then I realized we'd taken some money from sponsors and I thought, Oh man, you know, we've spent that money. You know, it's like, it's going to be harder to shut it down than it would be just to go ahead and do it. So to me that, a political action committee the endorsements to me was the most important thing we do now there are a lot of other things we're advocacy you know we're you know we can do a lot of things and a lot of people have different interests and stuff but but to me i felt like if we get if we do our endorsements we've done what we were set out to do and this is an election year and that was sort of we actually started this before the 2016 election and i'm sort of like Throw it together. Let's do it. You know, and I was kind of put off that we had to wait till 2008 eight or two. What is the year? 220. From 2000, we started in 2000 before 18, and so now we're 220. And I'm like, we're going to do this. You know, and I and actually there was an ad hoc committee that put together the recommendations for how we were going to do this. And I kept prodding them, Come on, come out with a report. And when they finally did, they gave the report, and then they said but it's too late to do it this year and i'm like bs you know we're doing it and so i put out requests for people to form a committee and i got one person join me and we did it and um, and uh and you did it yeah i mean i learned in one day how to do i I looked into a couple different programs for how you can but google um docs no not google doc google forms Mm -hmm. I was able to, it was pretty easy to understand. I was able to put a questionnaire together. And luckily the ad hoc committee had already made recommendations on the questions. So I put those in there and got it together and sent it off to, and then finding the email addresses was trickier than you think. They don't have to give um, email addresses to get on the ballot. Mm -hmm. So I hope we got to everybody, we tr- we tried to, and some of the some of the counties were able to provide them. And I think I got them. I ended up getting a lot of them from the Democratic chair people. Um, for the, but anyway, we got the. We sent them to every candidate, and we feel as though we sent them. So I mean, some people we didn't hear back from, and I worry that they didn't get it. Like at work locations, like some had, you know, oh. get you know county government jobs and and that sort of thing. But, and I, you know, so at any anyway, rate, we ended up endorsing, I don't know how many people there are. I could count them here, but at three, some
0: point, I'll, six, read, I'll,
2: read, I'll nine, nine? Um, We have two, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oops, yeah. no, 12, I think.
0: 12, okay. I got a list of nine here, so.
2: <laughs> okay, is that yeah. all in
0: Monroe the, County? Or- the,
2: the last, if you're looking at the press release we put out, the last one is two people are, are on their Um oh. Shelly Yoder and John Zodi. Okay, yeah. Uh, and they're both taking over Mark Stoops' seat for um, state Senate. Um, and, um, and I want to kind of talk about that one a little bit, because that one was a... Um, we didn't endorse one of the two because they both showing up for our meetings. They both been really supportive. They both had LGBT people that, um, that wrote excellent letters for them. And, and so, you know, when, when people see that we endorsed both of them, it's not because we were divided. We, we unanimously agreed that we, we, support both of them wholeheartedly so it wasn't it didn't assign that. well you know that it was four to four or something like that it was like unanimous we we do not want to pick one over the other because they're both great candidates right right um we had some other people um cindy worth communicated with me a lot and Mm -hmm. i believe i think she's from green county and you know, in some of these counties in Bartholomew and Green, there's like almost no Democrats in those counties at all. Right. You know, so one being on the ballot is an act of bravery. And to one and one question was, you know, do you want our endorsement? You know, and when you're in counties like that and you want our endorsement, by gosh, you better you're gonna have to do something pretty darn bad to not get it, you know. <laughs> so um and, and, I, and that isn't to say they were that way, but I was really happy to get um, those those people. We have two people that are running for office on our board, um, one from Owen and one from. Um, uh, from Lawrence and they didn't do it and they they didn't because they felt it was unfair for them to um right. to, to be endorsed which I would have endorsed them if they would have just filled out our questionnaire and asked for it but they felt as though being on our board should disqualify them so
0: well you know good on them for for uh stepping out and and having um, the courage to not go for that cuz uh, I know who you're talking about, and they <laughs> obviously, and uh, and they're really good people, and that speaks a lot about their character.
2: So. so, so I guess since you know I've got your attention and I've already probably taken up my time, I should probably at least get all these names on here so that we can. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you don't mind me, take so. Uh, Alyssa Bailey, yes, Cindy Worth was, she's a candidate from Greene County, so anybody who lives over there, you don't have very many people on your primary ballot, and that's one of them you should go for. Alyssa Bailey um, is from um, over by Columbus in the um, Bartholomew County. Um, Paula Staley is um, District 65 House of Representatives. I think that's over sort of by Johnson County, but it's mm. part of Brown, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then the County Council at Large offices. There's actually five candidates um, on the Democratic ballot. And to be honest, these are the people I knew as well, but they are the ones who responded to us, and the other two didn't. So I can't mm. really respond to that, but I. But I'm going to put at the top of the list Trent Decker. He's been to all of our meetings. Um, He's not LGBT, but he's an ally. But he walked with us in the parade in Steinsville. Um, He's, like I say, I think he's shown up at every meeting. Um, Will Smith, who was our president, wrote one of his letters of a recommendation, and uh, he's just very well liked and seems to be out there fighting for small people all the time. Cheryl Munson also and um, Jeff um, um, McKim mm-hmm. are the Mon- Monroe County at large people. Our um, Judge Al Mann, um, I think actually you wrote a letter of recommendation for him. I and, did. And um, we had another um, former um, founder of Blooming Out wrote another one for him. Yes. And, uh, On the other hand, his um, competitor showed up for two of our meetings and um, just didn't fill out a um, questionnaire. And because he ran out of time, he did communicate with me a couple times. Said that if he ends up winning the nomination, he hopes that we will give him another chance for an endorsement. So it wasn't, you know, if we would have had a much tougher time in that one if we had gotten two two requests. But um, given the situation, we didn't um, mm-hmm. um Kara, and i should have asked because we could debated on how to pronounced her name but um Kroth, i'm gonna say but some people say Crothy, and i'm not sure but she's a judge um district eight seat five and she is um a lesbian woman um yes married to a woman and that is in our um bylaws that that we're we are trying to get LGBT people involved in politics. So um, while um, both did submit um, uh, um, qu- answers to our questions, hers was a little more complete and and it would have taken a lot for us to not support that because that's so key to what we're doing. Um, Jessica McClellan is also LGBT, L, And she's Monroe County treasurer um, currently and running again. And we were happy to endorse her. And then, like I said, the last ones were Shelly Yoder and John Zody. Um, Shelly Yoder, and I always get these county commissioners and county council, but she's one of those. And she's run for um, uh, federal representative Mm -hmm. once or twice. and it's well-known in the community. And John Zodi is the chairman of the Indiana Democratic Party. So um, they're both well-qualified, and like I said, they've been very supportive of LGBT and our organization from day one. Um, so that is um, my spiel, and that's why I'm here. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry I took so long. No, 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 no.
0: Hey, we're, we've got radio time to fill, so... Uh, I almost
2: sounded like I knew what I was talking about too. <laughs> you
0: you did. <laughs> no, it it's uh um it, I looked at this list. I I went through. Uh, I didn't you know get a chance to talk to all of them. I've spoken to a few of these people, but um, I I think these are great choices. Um, and it's hard to think that we're actually talking about elections right now, especially when we're not even sure what. The primaries are going to look like. Um,
2: I know there's. there's... Hey guys, we can't get them soon enough, in my opinion. <laughs> we gotta right. get the changes yeah. done here. Yeah. Don't talk about absolutely. not talking about them because there's the one party that would probably like that.
0: Oh, no, no, absolutely. No, but it seems to be, you know, normally in, in this kind of year, we would be talking all about the candidates. we talk, be talking all about the politics. Um, but coronavirus has sucked the air out of the room, right? So it seems kind of jarring to actually hear about things that are uh, normal (laughs) and very important. Um, But also, there's a lot of uncertainty regarding how we can vote. So uh, please, everybody, stay on top of that, because I know it's going to be a difficult thing uh, this year, but it is absolutely vital for anybody.
2: Um Go ahead. Um. So you can find these on our Facebook page. I don't think we put on our website. That's something we sh- should do. We should put our endorsements on our website. Yes. But I would I would point out, you know, one thing I've noticed, I'm a precinct committee person um, for a couple of years now. And one thing I try to do for my precinct is give them information about the lesser races. Because one of the things that always bugged me about voting, and I think probably a lot of people do this especially if you don't subscribe to the local paper is you go in there and you go who are these people and you use some stupid thing like oh well that's that person's last name sounds like somebody i knew in high school or something you know <laughs> so so yeah. you know what i would say is hey you if you're going to vote here's a here's a place where you can go and see what lgbt people have decided you should vote those lower races. You know, I mean? you mean you know who you're gonna go in and you're gonna vote for president. You probably know who you're gonna vote for for governor and some of these other high profile races. But what we've gone through every single name on every ballot um, in all the races for these counties. And these are the people who for LGBT issues we think should be on your ballot. So please take a look at them. Thank you, I'll shut up.:
0: No, thank you. Yeah,
2: thank you for That's being so
3: helpful.
0: Show.
1: I really appreciate you bringing all of that on the air. Thank um, yeah,
3: thank you.
1: Because I mean I'm not too familiar. I mean, I've lived in Bloomington you know for four years, and I hadn't heard about the South Central Stonewall Democrats, and now that I've been in Bloomington for uh, you know a while, I'm starting to look into the local elections. And that stuff, I, every local election I've been to as a young person, um, especially the, you know, the, the local uh, people, I just don't know anything about them. So it's really great that you guys exist too. And you can be
2: one of them. You know, that's the other thing we do. We've, we've had sessions where we try to, you know, tell you how to get involved in government. You know, we get on a commission, get, you know. I mean, what, you know, it doesn't take very long, you know, if you get into something, you know, to have some impact and also to meet people. And the next thing you know, you're the next AOC, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, please, we really, you know, I mean, it, I, I ran for U.S. Congress, and I don't even remember what year it was, but it was like 2000 or something like that. And it, it was a lot of fun, and it was as easily as driving to Secretary of State's office. Um, office and in Indianapolis and putting my name on the list the last day a couple hours before the deadline wow and that you know there was no cost for it you know if I had won i would have got 150 150,000 a year for, and that was part of my spiel you know like i only had to answer <laughs> questions. questions i had to know my name my age and the race I was running for, I said, even if you got the third one wrong, it didn't matter because the constitution just says you have to live in the state you're running in on the day of the election. So because mm-hmm. I was actually one guy I was running against who his whole stick was going around the, the state running in a different district every time. Oh, my God. oh it's very colorful down here where there's orange county green county we're real close to brown county (laughs) That that was his whole spiel that was he had nothing else to say
1: oh wow folks that's funny
0: and these are the elections that are really important too you know these are the ones where people make decisions about stuff that you live through every day um so i i bring up stuff like uh, parking um, and some of these other local issues, taxation, where your voice, uh, you know, these people are trying to listen to uh, hopefully what you're saying. They, they're the ones who are your neighbors. You're, you're eating, you know, lunch with them. You can eat lunch with them. Try, try that with uh, uh, Trey Hollingsworth, you know? Yeah. Um, you can't get, can't get a hold of him, uh, probably because, you know, you're going to probably die anyway. According to him, that's your higher function. <laughs> but sorry, I had to put in a dig for Trey there. Um, so these are the people that are in your, your, your their gene. They're people who are, who are running for things and who are getting uh, elected, and so they're making a difference in their community.
2: I guess I should say one other thing. We are a uh, state of Indiana political action committee. We are not registered on a federal level, so we can't endorse federal candidates. Um, So when you hear our list, um, there is an Indiana Stonewall Democrat Mm -hmm. party. So if you want to do your whole slate, I would go to their Facebook or website, and I'm pretty sure they, I know they do endorsements also. I haven't actually looked at it, but so, you know, we didn't, you you would notice that we didn't have state reps in there. We didn't have the governors in there. We did do a debate, uh, one, it was a forum Mm -hmm. in Wittenberger Auditorium. It was like the last, it was, in fact, all the politicians, including the mayor, were doing the elbow bump and that sort of thing, you know, so it was like the last thing That happened before things shut down. Um, But um, so we are very interested in those races, but we can't as an organization endorse those people or fund, send money to them. I'll say I'm going to give one other plug for Stonewall Democrats. And that is, we, our membership is only $10. Mm -hmm. And even that, if you don't have $10, we have we Take donations from people who do have extra money, so we have scholarships. So anybody can be one of our members. But um, you know, of all the political action committees, we're half the price of all the other ones, and we'd really appreciate your help because that allows us to have some funds to actually give more than just our name to the candidates, but actually help support them financially. So, so I keep saying I'm going to shut up, but
0: <laughs> you have great information; people need to yeah. hear. It please talk. Yeah. You're on the radio.
2: This is, you need this to be talking. I, yeah.
0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: you Yeah, thank yeah. you for sharing all that.
0: For all that. And yeah, uh, become a member and, and find out what's going on with LGBT folk and our allies around here, because that's uh, vitally important in the middle of a big red state like we are um, to know how things are, are working out for us. And uh, to get to know the people, and and to know who to talk to, uh, because it is it's it can be an opaque process. So,
2: yeah. If you don't do Facebook, it's s d of s c i org. We'll put
1: it in the website Thank for you. the radio too. Thank you for anyone to look up.
0: Oh, and later tonight. I'm sorry. I uh, we're running. Low on time, but I wanted to get this in uh, uh, really quick. Sorry. That was no kind of great segue. Uh, (laughs) But Cindy Lauper is putting on a show tonight, a virtual one. And uh, she's hosting an LGBT benefit concert uh, called uh, Stonewall Gives Back. The concert's aimed at those in the LGBT nightlife community. Kicks off at 8 p.m., on the World of Wonders YouTube channel, so go there. And uh, and speaking of supporting people, um, <clears throat> you know we've got we've got the one bar uh, right at the back door, and they do have a GoFundMe to help with the employees and to help keep the the bar there. So when we all get off lockdown, we can actually go and
2: party. Um, I would love to hear from them. You should you should get them on as guests because I worry about what's going to happen. I know that when the parking yeah. garage came down, their business fell off some. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot about that. Uh, the rest, you know, they they have no product right now, and I'm sure they have their rent. You know, I'm really worried about them. So
0: they're they're on the very short list of guests. Yeah, I hope so. they
2: got one of the loans. That you know, I've been meeting to talk smooth. Yeah.
0: So uh actually yes we need to have we need to have them on so that
2: hopefully maybe next week let's shoot for that that'd be awesome Want to hear from you nikki awesome
0: thanks for a great show everyone and thanks to all of you out there who are still listening and all volunteers wfhb who are uh trying to put their stuff together too you know people are scrambling uh a lot of the, the Folks with shows and, and the other volunteers are trying to do stuff remotely, and that's that's not easy. And everybody in the office, Cade and Jar and all the rest of them, uh, who are actually getting this out to you, um, please support them. Go, go to wfhb.org and uh, punch that Donate button. Um, I know times are tough, but uh, times are tougher for nonprofits. So... Keep us on the air, keep the news flowing, keep the local news flowing, um, because Bloomington really needs that. Blooming Out is produced by me, Melanie Davis, and uh, Kate Young. Uh, Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Melanie Davis.
1: I'm
3: Lucas Fisher. And I'm Ireland Meacham. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: <laughs> Jean I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, thank you.
3: <laughs> and remember if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night, mm-hmm. blooming out family.